Welcome to DCRI On Record, an audio series in celebration of our 25th anniversary. Join us all year for conversations about important moments in DCRI's history, as well as some favorite memories. Sharing results with participants is one of our guiding principles of engagement. We thank participants for their contribution and provide them with a summary of what was learned in the study in which they took part in a language and format that is understandable and easy to read. We call this a summary of results, lay summaries, or plain language summaries. We are providing lay summaries for a number of research studies and networks, including the Antibacterial Resistance Group, ARLG, the Pediatric Trials Network, or PTN, and the Environmental Influences on Child Outcomes, or ECHO program. Kanisha, you are a PI. Why would you say that sharing the knowledge a study generates with research participants is important? Sharing study results with research participants is really important. There are probably, there are a couple of reasons um, that it's important. One, we wouldn't have research without participants. And so they really deserve to have information and understand why we were doing the studies, to understand what the studies or study results actually were. Giving that information back to them can be a method of dissemination of the research results. They can go back to their doctors and tell them, hey, I saw this study and I was a participant in this study and these are the results. Why don't we change my regimen um, going forward? They can also be a way to encourage people to participate in research, right? Like if you get the information back and you understand how it could be valuable, it can perhaps motivate them to be participants in future research, which we really need. We want to make sure that um, research is diverse and inclusive. And um, so doing things like this would really be helpful in making everyone a part of the research process. We need to remember that our patients are really the reasons that we're doing this and that it's really important to share our knowledge with them and knowledge that actually meets them where they are um, so that they can run with it and, and become as healthy as they possibly can be. Another audience, I think, for um, lay summaries is the research staff. You know, our study coordinators that are participating in research, they may not read scientific journals, but a lay summary results is something that is more accessible and it may, they may enjoy reading. So, uh, Julia, you've been involved with creating lay summaries. Can you kind of tell us some considerations that are important to consider? Thanks, Patty. Developing lay summaries is a simple concept, but there are so many considerations that go into doing it effectively. We did this a lot with the Pediatric Trials Network. In fact, we did some formative research about how to do this as well as possible, and we came up with a, a, a number of things. First of all, you want to start with the clinical study report or the primary results manuscript as the basis of your summary. And one thing to do is to use language that is balanced, factual. You want to make sure it's accurate above all and non-promotional. Keep sentences short and language simple. You also want to include key information and try to anticipate questions your audience might have. Also important, in addition to keeping the text clear and accurate, is making it appealing and making people want to read it. And I think we found that people really respond to a professionally laid out and designed version of the lay summary more than just straight text. Um, it's more accessible and it can also aid in understanding. And also consider other formats such as video. I know the PTN is doing recordings of young patient advocates talking about the studies and results, which can also be very effective medium. And Patty, I know you've had a lot of experience with this. Do you want to go into more considerations about distribution and site considerations? I think one big thing is to, to consider how you're going to distribute the results to study participants at the end. 
And that needs to start at the beginning. We've already talked about including a statement about sharing results to participants in the consent form. We need to let them know that they may be contacted after the study, and that may be three months, maybe six months, or maybe even up to a year. But how are you going to get those results to the participants? For a lot of communications, we rely on sites to distribute information to participants. So if that's going to be your plan for the lay summary, you need to have that as part of the site agreement. You may also want to consider posting the summary on a website if you have that available. Or if you're going to email the results to participants, again, that needs to be considered at the beginning. So Julia and Patty, thank you so much for that um, information. I think it's really helpful. So as Julia mentioned, we did study this uh, and provision of lay summaries was part of a formative research study that we did. And in addition to the information that we gathered about what the lay summary should actually look like, we also got some feedback about how people would feel if they got the lay summaries. And they really seemed to be very appreciative of being included, not being forgotten, being able to have the scientific information at their fingertips, even in their hands, so they could take it and show it to their relatives and to their doctors, but just in general, very grateful for being part of this process. And I think we should definitely you know, remember that as we move forward. Obviously, our patients are the reasons that we're doing this and, and the reasons that we, that we want to continue to move this along. 